0: companies who have a core competency in partnering, they can truly have a core competency in anything. If they understand how to partner with somebody that can bring in that, that resource, that missing piece, that capability that they're looking for, and they execute, Right, it all comes down to execution, but if they execute, they can absolutely leapfrog other organizations and just leave them in the dust.
1: Ecosystem Aces is a podcast dedicated to helping business leaders unleash the full potential of the ecosystem economy. Whether you're just getting started with ecosystem partners or you're looking for advanced strategies and tactics, this podcast is for you. Let's get into the show. Welcome. Hey, Mark.
0: Hey, Chip. How are you?
1: Good, good. How are you? Doing hey, Welcome very back. Good. That's good. That's good. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Ecosystem Aces. I'm Chip Rogers, uh, VP of Marketing at Workspan, and really excited to be joined this morning by Mark Brigman. Mark is, uh, gosh, an industry veteran, running some major, you know, partnerships with. Well, Mark, you were you were with Sprint for thirteen years, and uh, and leading a lot of. Sort of business development, you know, building solutions with. Sprint and re- really bringing to market some major technologies and and joint solutions with I think we were talking about you know in-flight Wi-Fi and things like that with with Boeing and <laughs> and some big big projects major projects with Ericsson it's complex a lot of really um, tough tough challenges with between Sprint and Ericsson and and now you're running for the last seven years you've been running Partnernomics and and sort of taking all of that learning and. And helping others be successful with partnering. So, just we, we're going to have a really interesting conversation this morning, Mark. I'm excited. Why don't we start start there, and maybe you can tell us a little bit more about what you and your team at Partneromics are, are are up to these days?
0: Yeah. Well, thanks again, Chip, for the opportunity to to chat with you and and your listeners. Yeah, Partneromics, man, it's it's uh, been an exciting year. Tons of stuff going on here, as you mentioned. We've been at this for seven years, which is really hard to believe. But yeah, I mean, just in a nutshell, we work with companies across literally the world uh, to help them make strategic partnering become a core competency. And as you mentioned, the 13 years that I was at Sprint, you know, I was off. I was oftentimes asking my VPs and different leaders, you know, what's what's a playbook or you know what's what's a boot camp that we can go to. I was really jealous of all my sales friends that that had these methodologies they can follow, but nothing like that. It's to exist for uh, for partnerships. And so I guess I was either crazy enough or bold enough to, to think that I could build something like that. And started that process many years ago, actually over 10 years ago, but that's really what we do on a daily basis.
1: That's terrific. You know, we 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 do need that. You're right. They've got, you've got uh, on the sales side, you've got medic and like all these, you know, challenger sales and all these different methodologies. And it's uh in partnering not, not so much. so it's uh, that's terrific that, that you've really taken that all of that expertise and I know you you it's not even just the, your learnings at Sprint, but I know you you know you have a lot of learnings from other organizations as well and and really build that into a, a methodology and help people be more productive and more successful in their partnerships.
0: Yeah, I've definitely leaned on a lot of, you know, like you mentioned, not only just from a professional uh, perspective, getting to work with literally hundreds of some of the world's largest companies and those professionals, uh, but then also even in a personal level, you know, just jumping into a college research program and really going to the ground floor to to mix that very practical real-world knowledge of what partnership success looks like, but then also just kind of taking a look at the, the academic and the research-based side of, of all of these different you know, programs and methodologies. And some of us may be familiar with like a Malcolm Baldrige quality criteria of, of how to operationalize organizations. And I had an opportunity to, to really kind of do a deep dive on all those pieces and for years, of have tried to distill that and put it all together into a system that uh, people can adopt.
1: That's great. That's great. And um, as you've done this, some interesting, you know, have you sort of been able to see kind of the, the process of putting those in place and then seeing some success stories, you know, coming out of that over the, you know, since it's been, you've been doing this for a little while now. Um, love to hear a little bit about that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we have several different clients who have moved on. The, the real fun stories is whenever a client or somebody that's as familiar with the, the Partnernomics methodology. And they move from company to company to company, and they infuse the methodology because the only common piece is the methodology, right? Even the the, the companies, the cultures, their their levels of maturity and doing process or you know doing partnerships is very different. But yeah, I'm just thinking of, of one one gentleman in particular that uh, that we've worked with. It's he's implementing Partnernomics for the fourth time in an organization that's in San wow, Diego.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You just keep replicating, right?
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: He
0: gets in and kind of gets the framework in place and starts to operationalize it and kind of like a startup entrepreneur, you know, they just they love that startup side of it, of coming in where things are a little chaotic, a little unorganized, a little disorganized and putting that framework in place and then uh, and then moving to the next challenge.
1: That's great. That's great. So. Maybe we can talk. You know, there's a few topics that we wanted to talk about, just uh, in terms of you know partnering and some of the changes that we're that we you know it, it, we're all experiencing around how how companies go to market together and how they partner together. And I think one of the one of the really I would say dramatic changes that we've seen you know over the last say five years is. Well of course you know the shift to cloud and and you know APIs uh, everybody publishing public APIs and it's sort of much much easier to plug and play you know when you don't have things in on prem in different places and so that has just made this concept of you know multiple like ISVs you know software companies coming together and and building joint solutions so you You've been doing that, you know, for, forever. And uh <laughs> talk a little bit about what you've seen in that transformation and um uh and where things are today.
0: Yeah, it's it's really interesting. It's man, it's just been so fun to watch this whole space that we're in evolve. You know, as you had mentioned, I started my career at Sprint in the late 90s. And it was just a perfect storm for me because wireless telecommunications was starting to become a thing. And then this little thing we call a smartphone now uh, has really become a thing. And, you know, I would argue that the wireless industry is one of the first ecosystems, or like digital ecosystems, that we really got to see formed. And so for about two and a half years, I ran Sprint TV. And Yoso is a mobile digital telephone, you know, a television product. And, you know, so we had our platform, we had the hardware side, we had the hosting side, we had all of these different components, in addition to 71 different content players, these these different content providers, right, The ABC, CBS, Disney, Fox, Speed Channel, I mean, all of these different providers that were bringing their content in. And so, you know, it's, it takes a very different, I think, approach, a very different Mentality to you for this ecosystem side because to your point, Chip, it's not one to or, one or even one to several. You know, it's even it's many to many a lot of times. but truly is building this web. And so, I think one of the big differences and one of the things that I learned early in my career was the importance of casting this vision of understanding what you're trying to build. And of course, in partnerships, everybody has to have value. Everyone has to, you know, have a positive ROI and a positive experience out of that. But it really takes kind of this, this at least one centralized person that has this great vision that they can cast. And I call it the air traffic controller. You know, you, you don't, you may not know how to fly that. every plane, but you at least know that the. the the direction they need to come in, the, the altitude, the, you know, all of these different pieces. And you need to be able to communicate that, but, but cast this vision, paint this picture of what the end looks like, so that everybody's moving and marching kind of in that order and in that direction. And, and to your point, I think, you know, the, the landscape that we're in today, especially from a digital perspective, there's so much opportunity to make that easy button bigger. As we say, you know, the Clayton Christensen's of the world is so what's, what's the job to be done? Well, whoever can make the biggest easy button is the ones that's going to win. But it's never a static game. It's always super dynamic. There's all these smart people, smart, great companies that are, are adding in solutions or pieces of solutions, right? That's what the ecosystem is. It's, it's an opportunity for a lot of players to come in. I think there's so much opportunity, but there's also so much complexity that obviously there's no way that we can do it on our own, you know, just the organic path. Yeah. And so now we need <laughs> to open these doors, open these opportunities for, for other companies to come in and show their, show their might and show their capabilities.
1: Just great, great insight, Mark. You know, uh, you know, you're not going to. There may be some different capabilities that where there's already someone that provides it really well. Like they're just really, they have some really great innovations in there. They've got an open API. You have APIs. You you know, are you going to go spin up a whole development? organization, right? To go, to go try and, you know, understand it and learn from customers and build, it's going to take you easily 18 months to three years to, to sort of do something like that. And so you get the capability that's there and you partner with those sort of best of breeds. It's, it's just a, it's a whole different world today.
0: Yeah, no question about it. And I think it kind of goes back to that, you know, call it an orchestrator, call it what you want, but it's that person that has the vision or that group of people that have the vision, and then you know they're allowing others to come in and show their abilities, but but also doing it in such a way. One of the things I think is so beautiful throughout my career at Sprint, we were always waiting for the technology to catch up. We've got these great ideas. We're waiting for the technology to catch up. I finally, I feel like we've hit that point. We've hit that chasm where we're waiting for people to catch up the technology is there, for, you know, by and right. large, the the capabilities are there. Now we're just trying to get the people to align, trying to get the skills to align, trying to get the data, and the operational metrics and dashboards and all of these pieces, put all those components in place. So now that we we know where we're going and we know when it's working, we're moving in the right directions. We're staying organized with one another. There's almost so much opportunity. Now we have the flip side of the, of the coin of the problem that we had 10 or 15 years ago.
1: You're, you're exactly right. It's funny. Cause I've said the same thing. You know, it's like the the, the technology, you can plug and play technology, yeah. <laughs> You know, but but wait a minute, That's <laughs> not the whole thing, right? Like you got all of the business development and the, how are we going to go to market together? How do we get the sales teams aligned? How do we put all, all of our product material together how do you get people enabled and trained up on that and then that's just in the selling process then you gotta all right how how, how we're gonna operationalize all this stuff how are we gonna make it go live who's gonna support it where do the calls go (laughs) because that's the tough part right
0: yeah absolutely i mean just like you're talking about just kind of even that basic step-by-step blocking and tackling. Here's the resources that we're bringing to the party. Here's the the dates, the milestones, the components, the pieces. Now, what are you doing? Because when we are building this web, we're building a, through partnerships, especially through ecosystem type partnerships, we're forming a very deep Dependency uh, on multiple organizations, and if any one of those links, you know, doesn't doesn't work or doesn't hit at the right time, then it stalls everything else out. And so, I think the capabilities are so much more than what they've ever been, but also it requires a level of coordination so much higher than we've ever been because we actually have uh, more points of failure. uh, I believe in, in ecosystem type partnerships.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Huge challenge. And uh, the other the other point that you've kind of talked about as, in your in, in your as you as you're talking about, you know, sort of where things are today is not just that it's sort of, you know, easy and quick to plug the technologies together, hard to get to bring the people along. But you've also got multiple partners working together, right? So you've and even what you just des- described at, uh, at at Sprint back in the day. You know, it's like you've got a lot of partners that you need to. So it's not just a software company working with a GSI. You know, it's <laughs> yeah multiple, you know, solutions, you got hardware, you got, you know, the cloud provider, you got, you know, um, systems integrator, MSP, like all of these partners to really coordinate. How do you, you know, I, how do you think, how do you think about it? Let's go back to your methodology. How do you think about it? And how do you get people prepared for sort of going through some of those uh, processes?
0: Well, I, th- I think uh, to, to push a plug back uh, your way, Chip, it's, I mean, having great, tools to help us get there so there's one thing to have the methodology in place for us to follow and kind of understand this recipe and and have some common uh you know belief and sign off and commitment to follow a particular recipe but you know i think as, as we're seeing now right all of these uh you know the tech stack different opportunities to to try to organize this web that that we're building and weaving and having these different you know major dependencies milestones these pieces that need to be hit uh we need to be able to do that as efficiently as possible right i mean any piece of inefficiency is just driving value you know, revenue you know, right mm-hmm. it's driving value driving uh you know mm-hmm. money out of the equation that we could take so the more efficiently we can go through this entire process uh, the more you know, profitable and prosperous we'll all be. But I think technology. I mean, gosh, we've already we've already seen that. It's, it takes no leap of faith, to, you know, for that to see how technology can help to push us through. But you know, I think we're still going through. We're still learning of, of even kind of a, a mentality approach of how to do this partnering mm. thing. You mm-hmm. know, for me, I'm just a huge believer. Yeah. <laughs> And, and having this abundance thought. I, I love the part truly about strategic partnerships because it always requires some level of innovation. It's doing something kind of new, and it gives us an opportunity to, you know, the proverbial grow the pie as well as, you know, the portions of the pie. But innovation in particular is very messy. It's very risky. It's very ambiguous. There's, it's, it's not always a clear path and line of what tomorrow looks like what next year looks like that we're moving toward it's a it's a little gray cloud that we're going toward and sometimes uh organizations are are not real comfortable with that but when we're able to work together when we're able to execute against that that's when we can get these these massive paradigm shifts that are happening in these companies these organizations that truly Bring transformative value to customers, you know, that that big easy button that comes. But it's leadership for from each company is so huge. You're getting organizations to, to play and work together. I just I think the opportunities, but also the challenges that that's in front of us right now are larger than than what they've ever been. But I think the abilities to put So many of these different capabilities and technologies, and like you're saying, different APIs, I mean, it's almost endless of what could be put into solutions these days. It it probably scares the hell out of a lot of people and probably really excites others. You know, how do we see challenge? Is it a threat or is it an opportunity? The answer is yes. We see that. But I think for the ones that see it as an opportunity and we're truly methodical about that, Gosh, I mean, we're, we're just look at any of these. A lot of these different companies are just how fast they're growing. It's, it's more than luck. <laughs> it's definitely yeah, more than luck. Yeah.
1: Such a great point about culture too, and just and and transforming the, you know companies to and and of course it always you know it starts at the top. You know, I know we've all been seeing this. Uh, Maybe a year ago, uh, Accenture published this. uh, Did a survey of of CEOs, and you know, 76% said in the next five years their organization is going to be completely transformed. Won't look at all the same, and it's because of ecosystems. And you know, so it, it seems like at some level there's recognition, you know, that among the CEOs that that this is really important. I think it could be that sometimes it gets into the into the organization. It's not, it's, it's not as, it's not as clear. Everybody's got their own things that they're trying to achieve. And it's like, well, oh, I'm not sure I want to, you know, uh, how do you think about that? How do you help organizations sort of get over that, you know, that, that, uh, inertia? Uh, yeah, man, um, such a
0: great. Point. It's such a huge point. You know, I think it was Drucker that said, uh, "You know, strategy or culture each strategy for breakfast." And man, that's so true. And so many good, rich points in what you just talked about. Because a lot of times, organizations that we're working with, they're making the pivot from being primarily direct sales to being primarily. Uh, or at least leaning more on partnerships mm. in, you know, in making that shift. And so many times I might kind of use this analogy of, you know, whenever we go in, let's say we have a bad heart or whatever the case is, right? So we go in, we get this transplant. Well, what do we have to do for the rest of our life? We have to take anti-rejection medicine. A lot of times whenever these partnership organizations are stood up inside companies, the rest of companies, like, it's, it's, Difference. What, what is that partnering thing? Well, what the heck do you guys do? Cause we're used to just, you know, throwing the pack on our back and we're just we're independent. We're gonna we're gonna conquer the hills by ourselves. What do you mean we're using these other companies? We've never even heard of these people. They don't know us, they don't understand us. And so there definitely is a shift and a mindset. For partnering and being good at partnering, and and you absolutely hit the nail on the head, Chip, and that is organizations take on the culture of of their highest leaders, and so the C-suite, however they act, whatever they believe, however mm-hmm. they move, that's ha- that's permeated all the way down and all the way through, and so many times we see, you know, these senior leaders say, well, we think that perhaps a, you know, standing up a partner sales team could be more efficient than our direct sales team. So let's head down that path. And it's not really truly proactive, but it's more of, hey, I think that's maybe a cheaper alternative to to doing it direct. I think that's, that's stepping off on the bad foot. <laughs> you know, it's almost like a science. It's almost like a science experiment. Let's see what happens. But I think you know, as you and I both know, partnering programs and successful partnering programs, I mean, it takes absolute commitment. It takes at least one to two years to, to get that positive ROI going, and it takes just unwavering commitment. You know, both emotional leadership, financial, all of those components. It, it's a tough business. But, you know, as we can see and, and numbers have proven, when done correctly, it's a very, very powerful tool.
1: Really? Yeah. And and it's not just a nice to have these days. You know, Absolutely. it is like if you're not doing it, your competitors are and you'll you, you know, it's it's yeah. you're not going to be long because <laughs> things are changing so quickly. So in the market.
0: true. Yeah. Between. You know, new technologies coming in and the globalization of the economy, companies are growing at faster rates now than we have ever seen. And so that begs the question, why? You know, we truly believe that companies who have a core competency in partnering, they can truly have a core competency in anything. If they understand how to partner with somebody that can bring in that that resource, that missing piece, that capability that they're looking for, and 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 they execute, and right? It all comes down to execution. But if they execute, they can absolutely leapfrog other organizations and just leave them in the dust. I love it.
1: You're exactly right, and it's. I love that. You know that if you can execute on partnering, you can execute anywhere, right? Because I, I I do think of you know having had a lot of these these conversations. One of the things, the thread that runs through that you're just alluding to is partnering as a partner leader you basically have to you have to, have to think about it as a, as an entire business you have to yes. think everything end to end you know um which i think is exactly your your point you're not just doing something in hr or something in you know logistics or in sales or what you have to think <laughs> all the way through
0: yeah, Chip, you're absolutely right. And Both my parents are lifelong business owners, right? So I, had, I got the entre- entrepreneurial bug from a very young age. And I think the thing that really drew me to uh, strategic partnerships and doing the work that I did, and the reason that I didn't leave Sprint until 13 years later, I finally fired myself and kicked myself out because it was getting <laughs> way too comfortable. But you're right, it's end to end. I mean, from A to Z, whenever you stay in these programs up, You have to understand the sales side, you have to understand the support side, obviously the legal side and contracting, pricing, finance. I mean, I loved working with all of these different organizations because I felt like I got to own it from A to Z and just to get it up off of the ground and then we hand it over to kind of the core business, the, the traditional sales, traditional marketing, traditional product for them to then grow it and turn it from a proof of concept uh, that we'd been working on for, say, a year for them to turn it into, in Sprint's case, you know, a, a multi-million dollar business. And uh, I think the the role of especially the ecosystem partner leaders, but, you know, partner mm-hmm. partner leaders in general, especially if they step outside of, of channel and they get more into product development, where they're working with other organizations to help build these different products, I mean, by definition, you have to understand it to a much wider degree and much wider level than just selling it
1: really so so uh, so much insight mark uh, this is just terrific maybe let's talk about uh, uh i'm looking at the clock a little bit we've just been just chattering away here and <laughs> it's been a lot of fun
0: it's a fun topic
1: um, <laughs> it is it's a great topic but maybe we could talk a little bit about uh, about measurement and you know because i think that's a really critical topic as well. And, you know, you, you go back to sort of thinking about, as you were talking about earlier, you know, direct sales has always had methodologies. They've also had really good measurements in system, uh, systems in place. And how, how do you think about that side of things? Okay, we're executing really well. How do we show it? And where are we executing? Where do we need ch- prob- You know, um, some, some adjustments? And how do we prove value and those kinds of things?
0: Yeah, it's what's so interesting about Partnering is because it's so wide, it's so big, like we just talked about, it's literally kind of like a business in itself. And so I think on the the sales partnership side, it's a little bit more specific. You know, we can kind of get those measurements uh, knocked down because we've ran sales teams before, but uh, whenever we're looking at product or truly strategic partnerships, or we're looking at product development or co-creation with other organizations, it definitely becomes more challenging, or I guess a little bit more nebulous. But really, I, I believe it It comes down to just being very intentional about hitting these or identifying what the goals are, what the milestones, what those components are. Sometimes we're building software products. Sometimes it could have hardware that comes into it. There's, there's lots of different Moving parts, and mm-hmm. and not really any of them are are the same. But I think just generally speaking, what what I see so many times is leaders get together. Maybe it's at the executive ranks, or maybe it's it's down even within the partnering teams. But we get really excited because we're bringing these certain companies together. We know that they have uh, particular capabilities. And it's almost like, well, you know, let's do a deal together. Let's let's form a relationship. Let's form a partnership. We're going to do great things together. Okay. Yeah. Sounds really good. Sounds really exciting. Let's let's sign. What are you signing to do? You know I mean? Agreements are about, you know, obligations and commitments. So what does the end look like? And I think so many times just generally speaking, you know, we, we see, you know, the the finish line is is just getting the deal signed, but we never really specify what are we doing, what do those terms look like, and I mean, gosh, I lean back on my career at Sprint, and how many times did we sign deals just because, uh, you know, executives thought, man, there's 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 got to be something here. Well, how about right. we define what that something is first, and right. then we go. Somebody out play golf, right? It. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what is that something? I'm on board, but what is the something? And so that's that's really what it gets into. And another thing that's it's kind of a success practice that I've followed for a number of years and we've definitely put it into our methodology and that is build a first 90 days plan and even have that agreed to before you execute the agreement. So many times whenever we're going through the hustle and bustle of just getting that dang deal signed, you know, we drop our pack and we take a breath for a little bit, but you know, great partnerships are all about momentum and keeping that momentum. And so we we definitely see it as a success practice of building a first 90 days plan. And then what we do is we we run 90 day goal cycles. You know so it's not about having annual goals of where to go, but literally every ninety days in more of an agile format, uh we build these these new goals for each of the partners as to you know what they're looking to accomplish and how they're going to accomplish it, and then we just hold each other accountable to to hit those milestones, but it's building a block, but instead of it being one company, sometimes it's three or four or ten or fifteen
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so important, I love that uh really really great insight, Mark, you know, it, it there, and it's an intangible, right. It's, it's, it's the, the momentum, I think is just a great uh, thought there because, you know, you're right, you're chasing, you're running to try and get the deal in place. And, you know, you, <laughs> okay, what, what is the first step <laughs> right, that we're going to actually take um, in putting these teams together and and getting something out to market? And and a lot of times it's not, a, it's not, you know, it can be something that's, uh, you know, sort of smaller scale to, to like prove it out get it going get people exciting excited and and you know see that something's working and say oh I want to do that you
0: know absolutely build momentum, build wins and then going back to the point that you made chip it you know culture starts at the top with leadership. But also mm-hmm. partnership success starts at the top with the leadership. So having that executive mm-hmm. buy-in, that executive leadership, those executive sponsors uh, from all of the different organizations, because what they prioritize, the company prioritizes. And you know we need to make sure that they're bought in on on this vision of this new partnership, this new you know ecosystem initiative that we're putting together.
1: So important. So important, Mark. And, you know, especially when the going gets tough, when things are going well, it's, you know, but when going gets tough, it's like, you know, you need to have those executives at the top that are bought into it. And, you know, they'll uh, sort of help help both organizations, you know, slog through some of the challenges and, the you know, trust issues and things like that. So um, just... Really terrific, Mark. Uh, gosh, I love, uh, we could talk all day. I have really enjoyed, you know, uh, talking with you, Mark, about, about this. And, and you know, congratulations on the success of Partnernomics. And, uh, you know, just wish you all the continued success.
0: Yeah, well, thank you. And, and likewise, I love the work that, that you guys are doing at WorkSpan. And wow, what a, what a powerful product uh, for people to use. So, yeah, great work to, to you guys. It's been awesome watching you guys grow over the years as well.
1: Thank you, Mark. I appreciate that. And uh, gosh, I think with that, we'll, uh, we'll maybe we'll we'll close it down now. And and uh, this has been just fantastic, Mark. I really appreciate you taking the time and, and sharing your your insights. I know that our our listeners will really really you know get get a lot of get a lot from what you've just uh, shared, and and also uh, you know uh, give you a ring. By the way, if someone wants to reach out to you, Mark, what's uh, what's a good way to, to connect?
0: Yeah, just either go to partnernomics.com, you can check out the website, or I'd love to connect with you directly on LinkedIn. So yeah, I'd love to have the opportunity to to, to, to connect.
1: Perfect, perfect, good. All right, well, I think with that, I will sign off. And and uh, for Mark Brigman, I'm Chip Rogers, and thank you for joining another episode of Ecosystem Aces. Thanks, everybody.
0: WorkSpan is the category leader for Ecosystem Cloud, where alliance, channel, and ecosystem leaders
1: connect, co-create, co-market, co-sell, measure, and scale
0: with their ecosystem partners in a single secure network to grow business together. To learn more, visit WorkSpan.com.
1: You've been listening to Ecosystem Aces. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.